Hi, I'm Anusha, your friend and host for Daily Bible Podcast. Welcome back to our new episode. In our previous episode, we looked at Luke chapter 12 and today we'll be reading Luke chapter 13 and 14. Jesus is still going around Jerusalem and teaching the people, healing the sick and sending the demons packing. He is also teaching about the kingdom of God and having conversations with Jewish leaders, Pharisees and the Sadducees, telling them how their ritualistic lives are different from what God's kingdom has in store for them and what God's plans are for his people. Let's go. Luke chapter 13. Unless you turn to God, About that time some people came up and told him about the Galileans Pilate had killed while they were at worship mixing their blood with the blood of the sacrifices on the altar Jesus responded Do you think those murdered Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans not at all unless you turn to God you too will die and those 18 in Jerusalem the other day the ones crushed and killed when the tower of silmon collapsed and fell on them do you think they were worse citizens than all other jerusalemites not at all unless you turn to god you too will die then he told them a story a man had an apple tree planted in his front yard he came to it expecting to find apples but there weren't any He said to his gardener, "What's going on here? For 3 years now I've come to this tree expecting apples and not one apple have I found. Chop it down. Why waste good ground with it any longer?" The gardener said, "Let's give it another year. I'll dig around it and fertilize it and maybe it will produce next year. If it doesn't, then chop it down." Healing on the Sabbath He was teaching in one of the meeting places on the Sabbath. There was a woman present so twisted and bent over with arthritis that she couldn't even look up. She had been afflicted with this for 18 years. When Jesus saw her, he called her over. "Woman, you're free." He laid hands on her, and suddenly she was standing straight and tall, giving glory to God. The meeting place president furious because Jesus had healed on the sabbath said to the congregation six days have been defined as work days come on one of the six days if you want to be healed but not on the seventh on the sabbath but Jesus shot back you frauds each sabbath every one of you regularly unties your cow or donkey from its stall leads it out for water and thinks nothing of it so why isn't it all right for me to untie this daughter of abraham and lead her from the stall where satan had had her tied these 18 years when he put it that way his critics were left looking quite silly and red faced the congregation was delighted and cheered him on the way to god then he said How can I picture God's kingdom for you? What kind of story can I use? It's like an acorn that a man plants in his front yard. It grows into a huge oak tree 
with thick branches and eagles build nests in it he tried again how can i picture god's kingdom it's like yeast that a woman works into enough dough for three loaves of bread and waits while the dough rises he went on teaching from town to village village to town but keeping on a steady course towards jerusalem a bystander said master will only a few be saved he said whether few or many is none of your business put your mind on your life with god the way to life to god is rigorous and requires your total attention a lot of you are going to assume that you will sit down on god's salvation banquet just because you've been hanging around the neighborhood all your lives well one day you're going to be banging on the door waiting to get in but you'll find the door locked and the master saying sorry you're not on my guest list you'll protest but we've known you all our lives only to be interrupted with his abrupt you kind of knowing can hardly be called knowing you don't know the first thing about me that's when you'll find yourselves out in the cold strangers to grace you'll watch abraham isaac jacob and all the other prophets march into god's kingdom you'll watch outsiders stream in from east west north and south and sit down at the table of god's kingdom and all the time you will be outside looking in and wondering what happened this is the great reversal last in line put at the head of the line and the so called first ending up last just then some pharisees came up and said run for your life herod's got your number he is out to kill you jesus said tell that fox i have no time for him right now Today and tomorrow I am busy clearing out the demons and healing the sick. The third day I am wrapping things up. Besides, it's not proper for a prophet to come to a bad end outside Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, killer of prophets, abuser of the messengers of God. How often have I longed to gather your children, gather your children like a hen, her brood safe under her wings, but you refused and turned away. Pharisees all the guests had their eyes on him watching his every move right before him was a man hugely swollen in the joints so Jesus asked the religion scholars and Pharisees present is it permitted to heal on the sabbath yes or no they were silent so he took the man healed him and sent him on his way then he said is there anyone here if a child or animal fell down a well wouldn't rush to pull him out immediately not asking whether or not it was the sabbath they were stumped there was nothing they could say to that invite the misfits he went on to tell a story to the guests around the table noticing how each had tried to elbow into the place of honor he said when someone invites you to dinner don't take the place of honor somebody more important than you might be invited by the host then he'll come and call out in front of everybody you're in the wrong place the place of honor belongs to this man embarrassed you'll have to make your way to the very last table the only place left when you're invited to dinner go and sit at the last place 
then when the host comes he may very well say friend come up to the front that will give the dinner guest something to talk about what i'm saying is if you walk around all high and mighty you're going to end up flat on your face but if you're content to be simply yourself you will become more than yourself then he turned to the host the next time you put on a dinner don't just invite your friends and family and rich neighbors the kind of people who will return the favor invite some people who never get invited out the misfits from the wrong side of the tracks you'll be and experience a blessing they won't be able to return the favor but the favor will be returned oh how it will be returned at the resurrection of god's people the story of the dinner party that triggered a response from one of the guests how fortunate the one who gets to the dinner in god's kingdom jesus followed up yes for there was once a man who threw a great dinner party and invited many when it was time for dinner he sent out his servants to the invited guests saying come on in the food is on the table then they all began to beg off one took after another making excuses the first said i bought a piece of property and need to look it over said my regrets another said i just bought five teams of oxen and i really need to check them out said my regrets yet another said i've just got married and i need to go home to my wife the servant went back and told the master what had happened he was outraged and told the servant quickly get out into the city streets and alleys collect all who look like they need a square meal all the misfits and homeless and down and out you can lay your hands on and bring them here the servant reported back master i did what you commanded and here's still more room the master said then go to the country roads whoever you find drag them in i want my house to be full let me tell you not one of those originally invited is going to get so much as a bite at my dinner party figure the cost one day when the large groups of people were walking along with him jesus turned and told them anyone who comes to me but refuses to let go of the father mother spouse children brothers sisters yes even one's own self can't be my disciple anyone who won't shoulder his own cross and follow behind me can't be my disciple is there anyone here who planning to build a new house doesn't first sit down and figure the cost so you'll know if you can complete it if you only get the foundation laid and then run out of money you're going to look pretty foolish everyone passing by will poke fun at you he started something but he couldn't finish or one can imagine a king going into battle against another king without first deciding whether it is possible with his 10000 troops to face the 20000 troops on the other side and if he decides he can't won't he send a emissary and work out a truce simply put if you are not willing to take what is dearest to you whether plans or people and kiss it goodbye you can't be my disciple salt is excellent but if the salt goes flat it's useless good for nothing 
Are you listening to this? Really listening? Thank you for joining me on today's episode. Luke chapter 13 and 14 are really brilliant. These are real life lessons that are really important if we learn them. We can apply them practically into our lives. For example, figuring out the cost. For whatever we need to do, we need to figure out what we require and the resources that are needed so that we can start off well and actually finish the job instead of starting off and leaving it halfway. The word of God gives us wisdom for our day-to-day lives and we can use these examples and these practical stories that Jesus tells us to live out our lives. The most important thing is to accept God's kingdom and Jesus as our Lord and Savior so that we get invited to his dinner party. By all this, he basically means the second coming of Christ. It is our choice to accept Jesus so that we may fit in. Stick with me as we continue to read the scriptures and the New Testament. Stay tuned.